So it sounds like a price book at the end of the day. It gives you consistency and predictability. Jared! Hey, what's up, Joel? <laughs> Nothing. Um, to answer your question, um, sorry, Jared, if anybody's listening, uh, Jared Williams asked me a question for the members only, but I'm just going to let this one slide in the normal podcast. <laughs> I'm drinking of a, a simple... <laughs> <laughs> uh, simple truth seltzer water uh Ooh, yummy. very high biscuits Ooh, that's not good now uh, we can get an affiliate for that <clears throat> dude I, I freaking love sparkling water <laughs> i know i, I still tell so lame <laughs> i still tell like like i'll make the comment and only ayla gets it because uh-huh. you or crystal aren't in the room and i'll say man these bubbles are close together <laughs> and people are like, what? And I'm just like, it's close to government. The bubbles are close. So listeners, think about that. Next time you have a fizzy drink, think about the statement or the question, are these bubbles close together? Or are these bubbles far apart? Dude, it's think legit. It. it is. Like if you taste two different fizzy waters right next to each other, <laughs> one one the bubbles will seem closer and the other the bubbles farther apart. Like I don't know how else to explain. Dude. Dude. The like the fizziness of the drink. Like, I the think bubbles that's have the, the same strength. There's just not as many of them, right? So they yeah, I think in a different manner. I'm gonna say two things. First off, this is really a sneak peek into what the exclusive membership area is. It's just more conversations yeah. like this. That's the first Let's thing. Talk about bubble water. Yeah, bubble water. And then the second thing is, I think that is the best uh, way I've ever heard anybody describe like just fizziness in general and lots of things are fizzy not just bubbly water like champagne you know if yeah. you're that kind of thing like beer is fizzy anything that's carbonated but it can give you another layer to describe the thing in which you want to sound really cool and smart so you can be like oh this uh beer is chalky muggy and the bubbles are close together see and people people will be like whoa sounds like a good beer to me yeah chalky, <laughs> chalky. <that. laughs> chalky. <laughs> <laughs> the beer is jockey muggy. We're gonna have to start a new YouTube channel just about beer. <laughs> I love it. The beer is chalky and muggy, and the bubbles are close together. Nobody who yeah. drinks beer would be like, "Yeah, that sounds like the beer I want to drink." They'd be like, "That sounds like a that doesn't sound very good at all." Oh yeah, heck no, dude. Well, what you want to talk about today? That's that's my question to you. What do you mean you're putting me on a spot like that? <laughs> what do I want to talk about? I didn't know what I want to talk about. So, <laughs> oh man, we can talk about all sorts of stuff. Um, let me. Um, uh, well, actually, no. Hold on, I got one. Yeah. So on my sales calls for Plum Social, yep. You know, I always like to talk to the business owners to try to figure out, like, okay, what's your business doing now? What part of the business are you in? It's just really helpful to know the full picture, right? Um, you know where they're at, so you can offer yeah, that's right. the, the right product for where they're at. Yeah. Yep. I can offer the right product. Um, I can sort of advise them on all the things that I want to advise them on. Um, mm-hmm. So we talk about price and stuff like that a lot, of course. Uh, but one thing that we get talking about pricing, it comes into like flat rate pricing, and then that transitions mm-hmm. into a price book conversation. And a right. lot of the times, depending on where the business is at, I usually don't hear the answer. Oh yeah, I got a price book. It's solid. You know, yep. it's just everybody uses it. Usually it's like, yeah, I know I should be doing that. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make the time. Right. Or I don't have the time. And so it seems like it's like something that most of these business owners know they need to do at right. some point. 
So maybe my question to you is like, okay, one basic question, should they do it? And then when should they do it? And then how should they go about doing it? Yeah, that's a lot of questions. Like there's a lot to unpack there. Um, Yes, they should do it. Number one, because if they don't do it, then then they'll never have consistency in their business. They'll never have, you know, the consistency and the the systemization that it brings. So like you can mm-hmm. bring in a plumber and you can have your price book on an iPad on service Titan. And I mean, that's probably stopping a lot of guys right there. They don't want to get service Titan because it's expensive. Well, yeah, sure. Go grab my hourly rate calculator, calculate your hourly rate, include the cost of service Titan in there mm-hmm. and then get service Titan. That's <laughs> step one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can build your price book. You can build it in Service Titan. Um, I would lay it out on like a notepad or an Excel spreadsheet or a Word document first, just like all the different pieces that you want in there. Like, because mm-hmm. in Service Titan, you've got categories and then subcategories and then the task, right? So, okay, gotcha. The goal is kind of like you can bring in a plumber. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. You can bring in mm-hmm. a plumber into your business. You can train him on your price book. And then when he goes to a customer's house, he can with confidence tell the customer how much that thing is going to cost. Sure. Right. Cause you can see it right there in the price book very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then the other beauty about a price book and service Titan is that mm. in service Titan, you can pre-build options, right? Mm-hmm. So, and th- a lot of people get stumped up on options, but we'll go over that here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're not only can huh. your plumber go into somebody's house and say, Hey, your flapper on your toilet needs replaced because it's cracked right now. Mm-hmm. He can go in there and say an offer him a new flapper. He can go in there and say, Hey, your flapper is what's causing your toilet to run. Here's the options you have mm-hmm. with a click of a button. And the price book gives him gives him those options, and it'll pop up three different options on your iPad, Mm, and you can go over those. Hey, okay, Miss Jones, your flapper is the problem. Here's your options. We can change just your flapper for this much. We can rebuild all the guts in your toilet for this much, Mm -hmm. or we can get you a whole new toilet for this much, Mm -hmm. right? And then Mm -hmm. your guy can be like, you don't really need a whole toilet, so unless you want one. That's kind of, you know, it's not the best option unless you just really want mm-hmm. a toilet. Mm-hmm. The middle option is actually a pretty good option because all the pieces in there are pretty old. The likelihood of something breaking in the near future is pretty good. Um, or we can just give you the cheapest fix of the flapper, right? Mm-hmm. And so now you've like put the choice in the customer's hands. Mm-hmm. You've given her price comparison of what it costs to get a whole new toilet or what it costs just to flix, fix the flapper. You've given her a recommendation of what you think the best fix would be, the most long-term permanent fix, all mm-hmm. the click of a button. Like talk yeah, about streamline, holy mm-hmm. moly. You're going to see your sales yeah. go up. You're going to see the time you spend on site go down. Um, and then there's all the back-end tracking of that as well that you can that happens in Service Titan. It's like no-brainer, right? Yeah. I'm even thinking about like from the customer experience side, like the yeah. difference oh, of yeah. a technician, a technician who comes in 
we talk about my problem. He pokes around. And then his next step, if he doesn't have a price book or he doesn't have an idea, maybe he's a little bit newer technician, maybe it's a complicated job, is he's got to go get on a phone call with yeah. presumably his GM and talk about the pricing. And so now here I'm sitting like, where's this guy going? Like he might take that phone call right in front of me. Mm -hmm. My guess is he'll take it outside or in his truck. And so mm -hmm. now I'm like, what's he talking about? Like, was he to come back with some cooked up idea? Like I'm already like quasi doubting this exchange. Yeah. Um, now I'm just standing in my basement next to my running problem. Like, oh, uh, should I wait? Yep. This makes this thing kind of awkward. But if the guy is just like, oh, I see your problem. Hold on. Yeah, man. What do you think about this? Or like, yeah. whatever. Obviously, you wouldn't just be like this. Maybe <laughs> bam. But like, but <laughs> just the experience there is like, I went from greeting the plumber at my door, having yep. this exchange, walking to my problem, him assessing it, however long that takes. And then giving me an answer and then I'm on my way and he's off yeah. fixing it or he's leaving because I said I don't want the work. Yep. And my participation as the homeowner is really minimal. Yeah. Which, and that's because there's a price book and there's yeah. a CRM that's holding it. Like it's yep. all streamlining this whole process. And on the plumbing business owner's end, now he doesn't have a plumber going in and going, uh, I don't know, 120 bucks yeah right <laughs> yeah now you guarantee um, that you're gonna yeah. make money on that toilet flapper or yeah. that tank rebuild or that new yep. toilet right yeah so mm -hmm. you're gonna make way more money like it's gonna it's you're gonna be profitable and you're gonna find you sell new toilets and tank rebuilds way more often because you're offering them to the customer sure rather than just mm -hmm. offering the flapper right mm-hmm so I think it's probably like it's a no-brainer. A price book with a, mixed with a CRM is mm -hmm. extremely powerful. For mm -hmm. it, it brings value to everybody. Okay. Yeah. Every, everybody's winning. Customer, mm -hmm. the technician. Like think about the technician. Now he doesn't have to worry about pricing anything. It's all in the price book. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like it. he's just got to pull it up. Yeah, and like if his if this technician's strength is the ability to do the work, but his strength isn't necessarily with that customer side. Yeah. Um, hopefully that'll come later. Then he doesn't have to walk in there like, oh gosh, I got to talk to these customers and I don't know what to really tell them. And yeah. he can just go there and be like, price. this is the thing. I just read what it tells mm -hmm. me to read. And now I'm going to do great work. Yep. It's just... And your text man, can be way more confident in the price because they didn't have to come up with it. That's yep. just what it is. The iPad did it, right? Yep. Yeah. So I think it's it's a no-brainer. Hmm. Got to do a... a a price book and you got to go flat rate with your company if you want to make money and serve your customers well and be able to take care of your guys. Right. Yeah. Hands down. So yeah. then the question becomes what, how, how do we go about building a price book? And mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of price books that you can go buy. And mm -hmm. I would, I would stay away from those because they're overly complicated because they're trying to cover and they don't really make sense either. So like they're trying to cover and be able to sell a price book to the whole of United States and Canada and United mm -hmm. Kingdom and Australia. And so their products and their options likely don't fit very well with your business, how you mm -hmm. do things, the mm -hmm. products you use and the options you want to offer. Mm. Right. And it really isn't that difficult to build your own price book. You can sit down in a week couple afternoons, maybe some time on Saturday, and you can have your whole price book built. Mm -hmm. So like what I did to build mine is I sat down and I just pieced it out by room. I said, okay, 
I'm going to start with just the bathroom. And so I would write down on a piece of paper, bathroom. That was going to be one of my categories. And then I knew in the bathroom, I was going to have a toilet. I was going to have a lav. Mm. I was going to have, you know, a tub. I was going to have a shower valve. And then, so then I went to the toilet and I said, okay, what are all the different parts of a toilet? And I just list out all the different parts of a toilet. And each one of those parts is a task. Mm -hmm. And then you've got other things like tank rebuild and then new hold, new toilet, right? Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you've built the different pieces for your price book for the toilet. Mm -hmm. So just one piece at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So then if I had service Titan, then I would go in and I would build the category of bathroom. And then within that category, I would build you know, subcategory like toilet and maybe everything else or toilet, lab, right. shower, bathtub. Mm -hmm. Then I would go into the toilet category and I would start building out all the little individual pieces. I'd add a task mm -hmm. and I'd go, okay, this one's going to be for, you know, the wax ring. Mm -hmm. Wax ring, replace wax ring. Pull toilet, replace the wax ring, reset the toilet, put in how long it's going to take you put in how much the materials cost mm -hmm. and then let service Titan calculate the final price based yeah. on your hourly rate. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard. Add a picture to it. One task done and then just move on to the next right. one. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, next part, I'm going to do the angle stop. Okay. Angle stop, pull angle stop, replace with new angle stop, add in the materials, add in how long you think it's going to take. Let service Titan calculate the price for you. Put a picture mm -hmm. on it. And just mm -hmm. take it one piece at a time like that. So go through the whole sure. bathroom one piece at a time like that and then move on to another room. Mm -hmm. So then maybe go, okay, kitchen. What do I have in the kitchen? You know, I've got uh, ice maker supply. I've got kit the whole kitchen sink, maybe a garbage mm -hmm. disposal, dishwasher. It's really about all there is typically. Mm -hmm. So then just start splitting that up. Okay, I'm going to do the, the ice maker. What are the different things I can do with that? New ice mm -hmm. maker line, pretty much it. Maybe replace the valve on the ice maker box or cut mm -hmm. in an ice maker box. You might have three options, right? Mm -hmm. And then just start building out those tasks individually and then go, okay, let's go to the kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. I've got sure. I've got a faucet. I've got cartridges in the faucet. I've got basket strainers. I've got the drains underneath. I've got the different parts of the drains underneath. Mm -hmm. Angle stops, supply lines. Garbage disposals. I've got three different kinds of garbage disposals and just build those out one at a time. Right. And before you know it, you'll have a price book built. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's really not that difficult. Mm -hmm. So I would mm -hmm. like go lay all of that out on a piece of paper or on a spreadsheet or on a Google doc beforehand. And then I would go into service Titan, build out the categories and then start building out the individual pieces in service mm -hmm. Titan. Mm-hmm. And when you're thinking about like how much time it takes to do stuff, well, you've been plumbing for a long time. You likely know, you know, how long it takes you to change an angle stop. And so you mm -hmm. want to think about like, does, do I have this angle stop on my van? Like, is this something that all my plumbers are going to stock on their van? Mm -hmm. If it is, when you're building your price book, it's also a really good time to go build a van stock list. Sure. Because you can oh, say, sure. okay, I'm going to build this in my price book like it's on the van. That means it needs to be in the van. So let's go put this on the van stock list. Right. Right. 
Yeah, you're and like you're taking care of two problems at the same time. Two problems at the same time. And then like if it's and you can always go back and just go through your price book and then build a stock list. That's what I did. Um and like for items that that you're not going to stock on your van, you're going to want to make sure like you're not going to stock three different kinds of toilets on your van, right? So in your right. price book, you might have a a short round front toilet you know, a tall elongated toilet, and then you might have a pressure assist toilet. That's what I have mm-hmm. in mind. My guys mm-hmm. aren't stocking all those toilets on their van. Mm-hmm. So in my price book, there's enough time for them to go to the store, grab a toilet, come back to the customer's house and install a toilet, clean up mm-hmm. their mess, build a customer, reorganize their van and leave, right? All that gotcha. time has to be billed for. Mm-hmm. So like a toilet task might be two hours, might be mm-hmm. you know an hour drive to the store and back and an hour changing the toilet and mm-hmm. getting out of there. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how you would think about it. Mm-hmm. Cause you need to, uh, no, that makes a lot of sense. It seems yeah. like that the thing that people would miss is maybe the variability like you're talking about, yeah. um, in like the toilet example. So just yep. finding those, those style of details, Yep. Where it's like, oh, this is actually meaningful. Yeah, an hour drive time is meaningful. You don't want to give that away. Right. Yeah, and with drive time, like, you want to... The way Service Titan works, you know, when you're building your price book, you can do what's called a waived diagnostic fee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, have, you can have add-on items in the price book. So if you set up your pricing right in Service Titan... When your guys go into a home, the first task that they sell to the customer is going to include mm-hmm. however much you you want to charge for drive time. Okay, mm-hmm. so like if your hourly rate is four hundred bucks, and your average drive time to a job is thirty minutes, then you're going to charge an extra two hundred dollars on that first task that you sell to the customer. And then everything underneath that, you're going to, your guys are going to go click the add on button. So it's going to be an add on task and that's going to get rid of the drive time on all the tasks after that. Mm -hmm. And so when you're going through and you're building your price book, you don't want to include your drive time on there. You just want to include, you know, the actual task, like from the time you show up to the house to the Mm -hmm. time you leave the house. Right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So like a service, you can do the rest. You might want to do like five hours, four or five mm-hmm. hours, depending on what you, you know, what kind of water here you're doing mm-hmm. and build your tasks out that way. But the goal is to like, make sure that all your time is covered. Yes. Yep. Right. And yep. you really like, if you're the business owner and you're like, dude, I can do a water heater in two hours. Well, that might be true. <laughs> I used to go, I've done some water heaters in an hour, right? It's in the mm-hmm. garage. I pull up, I swap it out. And I'm in and out, mm-hmm. but I'm really fast and I'm really motivated. And the guys mm-hmm. that are going to come work for you aren't that way. Right. Mm-hmm. They might, it might take them three hours. It might be their fastest time ever. Mm-hmm. So typically you would want to make that a four hour task. Right. Right. Yep. Cause you want to build that buffer in your business. Yeah. Cause there's going to be times where guys go over on how long they spend at sure. the house for of what course. you have in your price book. And that's okay. Um, because you're going to make it up on other tasks. You know, mm-hmm. you ultimately want your guys to not be in a huge hurry to get 
in and out of the house to go hurry up, get this job done, build a customer, get out of there because you really want them to slow down and take their time taking care of the customer. Right. Right. Yeah. And do sure, those, sure. Sure. And do those extra little things like, like take their trash out for them or mm-hmm. help them change a light bulb or reach something off a high shelf that they can't reach or, mm-hmm. you know, clean up this extra little mess over here that maybe was there when you got there and you didn't really make it. Right. Right. But just those extra little things that make the service so much better. Right. You don't, yep. you want them to be able to take the time to do those things. So yeah, to leave that lasting impression. Right. So including a little extra time in your tasks, just make sure that you're billing for that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's all about getting paid for the time that you spend working for the mm-hmm. customer. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's how you'll cover all of your expenses and make a profit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Um, okay. So my, let's see, my like line of thinking is the more the plumbing business owner can understand how important the price book is, mm-hmm. the more they're going to sit down after work on Saturdays to do it. Because I think oh, yeah. the hang up is, is it like, you know, in your head, you like sit down, you're like, okay, well, I got to even like, I got to start in these rooms and then like, I got to get to thinking like, there's so many things in these rooms and like, you can get, oh, I don't know, you, there's a potential to get overwhelmed, but yeah. really understanding the value of it mm-hmm. should motivate you to get it through because then like jared you're i mean obviously you're done with your price book yeah how much time do you need to spend on your price book now that you're done um i don't spend any time on it so we haven't added new any any new items in probably a year um yeah so so it's just and we've created a system where the general manager you know manages Mm -hmm. the cost of the goods and stuff in the price book and that's so i don't i don't touch it um, how long do you think how long do you think your GM spends on it? Every quarter he updates the pricing in there. So he spends mm-hmm. he'll spend a couple days in there gotcha. updating all the material costs. Days per quarter in, though? In the price book. What's that? Days per quarter? Yeah, yeah. Probably a couple yeah, days. Gotcha. Two, three days. Gets quotes yeah. from all the suppliers, goes in, mm, sure. edits the price book. It all has to be done manually. You know, if you're yeah. in a if you're in a bigger area, you might be able to set your price book up in a way where it doesn't have to be done manually. But for us, we got to do it manually. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But even still, it's like the amount of, it's like, it's just one of those examples of like a lot of front loaded effort will Mm -hmm. result in a ton of return. Oh yeah. Minimal maintenance. Oh yeah. Like it seems like it's an incredibly profitable tool to have a good price book, especially when it's roped mm-hmm. into a powerful CRM like Service Titan. Mm-hmm. Like it just like I mean, if where would you be without a price book? I'd be getting phone calls every five or ten minutes, right? <laughs> I saw the guys awful. going, what do I do in this situation? How do I price this? Yeah. What getting... kind of options can I give? I'm just tired today and I can't think and yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah. And so I would say like if you're struggling to find the time and it seems daunting, number one, splitting it up by room, that makes mm-hmm. it seem way less daunting. Mm-hmm. And just take it from me, like once you get into it and you start doing it, you'll realize, oh, this isn't as daunting as I thought I would be. Yeah. Right. Sure. That happens so often with all these things, you know, in business, when you're at a job, 
you're just dreading this task because it seems so daunting and you're like, oh mm-hmm. man, I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. And then <laughs> yeah. you get into it. Yeah. Like, eh, it wasn't that bad. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You get into yeah. your mode of work, you know, you, yeah. Yep. I, I remember I was it. on a, on a job. We were, it was a giant weed grow and we were putting mm-hmm. in this, this huge new boiler um, because it was in Alaska. So the airflow requirements in that place were huge because it gets so cold and the building was so big and we're moving so much air, cold air in and warm air out, mm-hmm. we had to put in a huge boiler to make up the heat, right? Mm-hmm. And so the stack had to get bigger. And it was like mm-hmm. two stories of stack that needed to get ripped out and replaced. And it was in the general contractor's bid to replace the stack. Mm-hmm. And he kept telling us, oh, man, I don't want to, I really don't want to do that thing. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. dreading having to do this. And so he put it off for like a month, two months. Mm. Oh, wow. finally. And we're just waiting. I'm just waiting on it. Right. And finally, he goes, he goes, all right, I'm doing the stack today. Hopefully it goes all right. Literally like two hours later, he had the new <laughs> stack. And he's like, dude, I put that out for so long because I thought it was going to be such a pain in the butt. And then two hours yeah. later, I had it done. I was like, yeah, that's how it, that's typically yeah. how it goes. That's, that's how it goes. That's how it's going to be for your price book, right? It seems daunting up front, but once you get into it, um, it's not as bad as you think. Mm-hmm. And then like, as long as you can not get go too far with it, like there's mm-hmm. always all these little things that you can add. I would only mm-hmm. add things that you think you're going to replace on a regular basis, right? Mm, yep. If you think you're going to do it two or three times a week, put it in your price book. If you're going to do it once a year, once every six months, don't put it in your price book. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty simple, pretty simple mm-hmm. rule of thumb there. Mm-hmm. That's how I would think about it. Yeah. Okay. One last question. What if the plumbing business owner isn't a plumber? Yeah, that's a little harder. I think like they can still go in and, and see the different pieces of equipment. Right. Mm-hmm. So they could see a toilet and they could go, on the internet and get a toilet breakdown mm-hmm. or they mm-hmm. could go to a water heater and get a water heater breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if they've got plumbers working for them, then they're going to mm-hmm. have to rely on their plumbers for some information. Yeah. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Someday I'd sense. like to build like a, just like a pre-made very basic price book so that a plumber yeah, like- could take it and, and just add a few tweaks to it and use it. Yeah, that would be, um, or even just like a template, right? Like even if you mm-hmm. built out like, this is your bathroom and this is a visual representation mm-hmm. and these are the things you're going to want to count for in your price book. Mm-hmm. So like if I have a plumbing business, I don't know nothing about that. Maybe right. maybe my plumbers don't like me because I'm not a plumber. None of them are, none of them are my friends. Dude, so I, have problems <laughs> I know. I'm, that's a whole other conversation. Let's yeah. just pretend it's still working, right? Let's just yeah. pretend it's still working. But then at least I'd have a tool so I could start. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to just sit there like looking at stuff where yep. I could be like, oh, that's this thing. And then you could do this. Yep. That would be... um, Because then it's like you're not building it out for them. You're just giving them a template. There's a right. template for a price book. You just fill in the fields that are relevant to you and then don't do the rest. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. It's definitely a necessity though. Definitely got to get that price done. And I mean, even if like you could get by without it for a while. Um, I think we had 
I had like three guys without a price book. Mm-hmm. And then the second I got a price book, it was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is this rad, is cool. Right. This is cool. Yeah. Plumbing business that isn't gonna own you. Instead, you're gonna own it. Like I remember reading these books, um, and I don't remember who it was, but he was like, Hey, you know, you're building a business, right? Why not build a business that works for you rather than you work for it, right? So you can build your business in any form or manner. And why not build it in a way where it helps you do your life the way you want to do your life, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you want to sit at work and answer phone calls from technicians and have to price everything all day on your own, well, then don't build a price book. Sure. If you you love that. But on the flip side, (laughs) if you're tired of getting phone calls from your technicians and if you actually want to make money on every job, and if you would like someday to not have to be at work, then build a price book, right? Make yeah. your business work yeah. for you, right? Yeah. You have that option. Why wouldn't you huh. take it? Yeah, the price book sort of replaces the estimate giver. Mm-hmm. Like you as the GM or the business owner, you're typically the estimate giver at the beginning, yep. coaching guys how to do that. And the price book just automates that for you. Yeah. Which if we can automate things, that's awesome. Yep. Like if you can take your duties and you can either delegate them or automate them or remove them, then you're you're doing a good thing. Yeah. I worked for a contractor that didn't have a price book doing residential service work. And it was like we either had to bid the jobs ourselves, which we never felt confident in because mm. we never had the tools to do it properly, like a price book. Mm-hmm. Um, or we'd have to go look at the work. We take a bunch of pictures and we'd bring them back to the general manager. Mm. And then we would say, Hey, here's the pictures. He would ask any questions and then he would write up a bid and it would take weeks before the customer ever got a bid. Sometimes months before they ever got a quote. Right. Whereas with my company, my guys go to every single job and give an estimate. Mm -hmm. They, they never, I shouldn't say never. They very, very rarely, like 99.9% of the time, they give an estimate right on site mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the job to the customer. And the customer mm-hmm. has options and they're able to get their problem fixed today. And that's that's incredibly valuable to the customer. Mm-hmm. That's going to allow you to charge a premium price for your service. And then them be able, then be willing to pay it because Mm -hmm. like 90% of the plumbing companies that are out there aren't doing this. Sure. They're not going to customers' houses with a pre-built price book with options in it going, Hey, these are your options. Which one, you know, here's what I would recommend. What do you want to do? How do you want to spend your money? Right. Mm -hmm. 90% of the plumbing businesses out there are not doing that. Mm-hmm. They're waiting a day or two for an estimate or they're getting some weird price or they're getting a guy who sells them a flapper when they really wanted a new toilet. Right. Right. Sure. So, yeah. Just because they didn't put it out there. So if you can go there and just add this one piece of value to the customer, like we've talked about stacking value, right? This is a huge value stack. Yeah. It costs you a little bit of money for service Titan and some time up front, putting your price book together. And mm. all of a sudden you have increased the perceived value of your company, like through the roof. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And, now and the sudden, back end profitability. Yeah. And now they're all of a sudden willing, way more willing to pay you premium dollar for your service mm-hmm. just because you took the time to build this price book. Mm. So it's a, it's a no brainer. All right. Down. Build your price book. So everybody go build your price book. Just got to do it. Thanks, Jared. See you, man. See ya.